God, welcome, and we believe that God has a word for you this morning. So I'm going to ask you if you will open your Bible with me, if you have your Bible. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Romans chapter 1, verse 16. Romans chapter 1, verse 16. I'm excited for what God is doing in our lives, the house of God, what God is doing around the world. People are getting saved. People's lives are being changed, transformed by the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. And how many believe that they need to hear the gospel, the good news, amen, that's the only hope for America is the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So we believe in the word. So Romans chapter 1 verse 16. It reads. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. How many agree on that? Then it says. For it is the power of God. To salvation for everyone. It's for everyone. But then it says, who believes? For the Jew first and also for the Greek. The Apostle Paul, we see in this scripture, his heart. A man that was not ashamed of the gospel. This is a man who had an encounter with the Lord Jesus Christ on the road of Damascus. A man whose lives was changed. And now he writes, and maybe some were embarrassed by the gospel because it spoke of a crucified Jew, a savior. And for Rome, that was something embarrassing to them. Something of a low class of people. But we see here that Paul, he is not ashamed because he encountered the Lord. The Lord touched his life. You know, and people will never understand. They will never understand until they have an encounter. With the Lord Jesus Christ. We were at a family. Um, a cousin of mine. It was their quinceañera. It was a dinner. 
And one of my aunts, she's a believer in Christ. And she was just sharing me at the, as we were leaving, how she was telling some of the family members that they will never understand what us believers in Christ have experienced. What we feel. And for them, of course, not knowing the Lord Jesus Christ, they think different. They do things different. But she was saying how she was telling two of my cousins. She says, until you encounter the Lord, you will understand what I'm talking about. And Paul, he's not ashamed. And either should you or me be ashamed of the gospel. It is the good news of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I love how Paul, he says, for I am not ashamed of the gospel, the good news of Christ. But then he says, for it is the power of God. You know, people are out there looking for some type of power. They are looking in the wrong places, looking for power. They try different things or they experience different things thinking that that's going to help them. But I'm here to tell you that the gospel of Christ has not changed. The gospel of Jesus still has power to change lives. Amen? The gospel of Jesus still has power to change lives. And that's the reason why we are not ashamed. No one can tell us it is not true. No one can tell you or me that that doesn't exist. That's the reason why you and I have encountered and have a relationship with the Lord Jesus. And we can boldly say, we can boldly tell others about the gospel of Jesus because you and I have experienced it. And that's the reason Paul is not ashamed of the gospel. A crucified Savior who knows the gospel. See, there's just something about when you encounter the Lord, you and I know that there is no other way. There's not three ways, four ways, five ways to get to heaven. No, church, there's only one way. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth. And it is. Hear me, church. Even inside the church, people have lost that touch. People have, you know, and somehow they're trying, they're looking for other ways, other methods because of what they hear, because of what they say. But church, God is the same yesterday, today, and forever and whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved.
It is the power of God. That power hasn't lost its power. It has not changed. Over the years, it hasn't lost its power. The gospel, the good news, it hasn't lost its power. Church, that's why the moment you open your mouth, the moment we share the gospel, the moment we testify about the Lord Jesus Christ, it's not you and I, but it's the power of the gospel. It's the power of the word that is changing lives. It's not us that give it the power. It's the power in itself. The power of God, it says, to what? To salvation. More than ever, church, hear me. We shouldn't be ashamed of the gospel. Listen to me. Look at the world system. The world system, they're not ashamed of what they believe. They, they're, they're out there in the streets. They are parading. There are in the news, any opportunity, any chance that they get, they are promoting something that goes against the gospel. But how much us, the church, that we have the power of the Lord Jesus Christ, he is still present and he is still powerful and he's still changing lives. It's the good news. And we're not ashamed to stand up for what we believe. We are not ashamed if people want to mock us. We are not ashamed that they might say, you know what? That's for the weak people. We are not ashamed. Why? Because we have experienced it and we still see what God is doing in these times. These days, God is pouring out his spirit. It's the power of God that changes lives, church. It's not a seven-week, with all respect, it's not a method. It's not try this, oh, this worked. No, church. The power of God is to salvation. Listen, church, that's why more than ever we got to preach the gospel, the good news. You know, it's, it's not up to us. We just do what God tells us to do. When he said, go and preach, go and teach, it's we do our part. And the spirit of the Lord will do his part. God is the one that touches hearts. God is the one that touches lives. It could be in the streets. It could be in the church. It could be at home. It could be anywhere. But when God visits that place, God begins to do something mightily and powerfully. Now, why did Paul say, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation. 
You got to remember the city of Rome, they knew about power. Power was one of the things that the city of Rome boasted. Power. They boasted about how powerful they were. When Paul says it is salvation for everyone who believes, he says for the Jew first and also for the Greek. Greece was mightily in its philosophy. Rome had its power. But despite their power, the Romans, like every man, every human being, they were powerless. In what way? They were powerless in themselves that they could not be righteous before God. See, there's just something, church, about the gospel about the good news, that it's, it's a gift. It's a free gift of salvation. You don't have to earn it. You just got to believe and receive. And Paul, he says, for it is the power of God to salvation. How many know, church, that God is still saving sinners? God is still saving people. In this church, people are getting saved. Outside at the market in the streets, people are getting saved. And church, we are still believing that our loved ones, our family members will get saved at the point where they will have an encounter with Jesus, where God will visit that place. But you got to believe. And one of the things, church, that I worry about ourselves, that sometimes we just think about ourselves, but church, there's so much. There is so much people who are dying without Jesus. But see, that's why God chose you. God saved you. God forgave you of your sins. You have encountered the Lord so that you and I can tell everyone else that in Christ Jesus, we are a new creation. Salvation in the Old Testament always primarily referred to physical deliverance. But in the New Testament, like in this example, in the New Testament, the meaning of its original language was the word soso, which meant spiritual deliverance. God saves you. God delivers you spiritually. God begins to bless your life. That's the salvation I'm talking about, church. A salvation where God can do a 360 in the life of a person. Where people are oppressed, people are depressed, people are tired, people are sick. People can't find a way out. People want to take their lives away. But when the gospel of Jesus comes down, it changes everything. Everything. 
It changes everything. You know how many people are without hope, church? People that are hurting on the inside and they try many things. They try pills, they try medication. They try this, they try alcohol, they try drugs, but all they're doing is numbing. But what they need, they need that the gospel will go straight to its root. Where Jesus Christ can break those chains of addiction, break those chains of suicide. And only the gospel, the message of Jesus Christ can do that. And he is doing it. He is doing it. Our God is not dead. Our God is alive. In Rome, in the times of Paul, people were looking for salvation. Men look for salvation, but a different route. God's word is not dead. God's word is alive, church. That's why we're not ashamed of the gospel. We're not ashamed at the workplace. When people see your life change, that you talk different, your behavior is different. People take notice. Because Jesus said, you and I is the salt. We are the light in darkness. They can't handle that God has changed you. God has transformed you. Now, not everybody's going to get it. Not everybody's going to understand you. But even Paul in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 18, he says, for the message... He says, for the message of the cross is foolishness. You know that's what people think? That it's for the weak? It's for the foolish? But that is a lie of Satan. That is a lie of Satan. For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. Or to those who are going to destruction. But to us, he says, who are being saved, it is the power of God. Church, did you hear what Paul said? But to us, who are being saved, it is the power of God. Church, There is power in God. There is power in his word. You know what that means? That his word is still changing us. His word is still changing us. That's why Paul even talks about that even as a believer, we need the word of God every day. So that our pattern of thinking, we don't think like the world does. 
but that through his word, the word of God, he begins to renew our understanding. We begin to think different, to live better tomorrow because of his word, because it has power. He says in verse 21, for since in the wisdom of God, the world through wisdom, look what it says, the world through its wisdom did not know God. You know, that's why you listen to people, their conversations. And for many, they think they are okay, they're doing well, and maybe they are doing well, but there's something missing in them. And that one thing that is missing, it's that one emptiness that only the love of Jesus Christ can fulfill. And he says, to those who are perishing, but he says, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. But then he says also, that through the wisdom they did not know God, it pleased God through the foolishness of the message. You know, that's when I read the Bible, you know, God, I've always said he has a humor, God. God does everything backwards. He says it pleased God through the foolishness of the message. That's why the Bible says the beginning, the beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Lord. You got all these people that they think that they are wise in their own world, in their own thinking. And they might be wise and they might be in intellect. But the Bible says that the beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Lord. Church, this society, this culture has lost the fear of God. There's no reverence for Jesus. They mock Jesus. Now I'm going to say something with all due respect. How is it that the LGBT, they're out there making videos, mocking and saying these words, we are coming for your children. Yes, the blood of Jesus rebukes them. Amen. That's why, like Paul, but we are not ashamed of the gospel. We're going for all the world. See, if they're coming out of the closet, we're coming out of the prayer closet. Anointed, full of the Holy Ghost, full of the power of Jesus, and tell the world that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Hallelujah. Next time you tell them I'm coming out of the prayer closet. Amen. 
It says it pleased God through the foolishness of the message preach to save. Look what he says. To save those who believe. So what do we got to do? We got to pray, church, that our children, our family members, they believe the gospel. Amen. The gospel is for everybody. Church, do you hear me? The gospel is for all humans. It's for everyone. The Bible says, whosoever. For it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes. For the Jew first and also for the Greek, for the Gentile, for everyone. I was going over my notes yesterday. And uh, some phrase that I wrote. It says something like, the most, that the gospel is more easily, hear what I'm going to say, is more easily to receive or respond to it. It's always the people that have major problems or the poor. In a way, it's true, but it's not all the truth. Because the gospel is for everybody. For the rich, the middle class, the poor, for everyone. If you don't have Jesus Christ, you are lost spiritually. You are dead spiritually. And if you die without the Lord Jesus Christ, the Bible says you're going to hell. It's not because I say it's because it's in the Bible. It's in the word of God. The Bible teaches there's a heaven and a hell. But people don't need to, don't have to go to hell. It's a gift. Do you hear me? It's a gift. It's free. Salvation is free. But what happens is that people is blinded. They are blind spiritually. Paul calls it, they have a veil over them. Their, their understanding is blocked. But God's word is more powerful. That when the word of God is preached, when they hear it on the radio, when you're at work and a co-worker, he just talks about Jesus. He mentions the name of Jesus. You feel the conviction. You sense the presence of God. Knowing that you need to get saved or that you need to get right. We are not ashamed of the gospel. 
for it is the power of God to salvation. Hallelujah. Please stand this morning. Thank you for joining us for today's message at New Generation Church. For more information, visit us at ecngchurch.com.